Yesterday we were speaking about the halachas that we know of Chindi. So the Ramam says that if a person exchanges one article for another, or a behema, or let's say an animal for an animal, a filo machat bishinaim, or a tala besus, or let's say um, even if he exchanges a needle for a necklace or a lamb for a donkey, so it's clearly not a fair trade, the Allah has ain't lehan no. Why? Why is there no cheating over here? This person desires the needle more than the necklace. And there's no din of a no by chalipin. Person exchanges produce for produce. Whether the produce is evaluated before the sale, there will be halachas of cheating. When a person person purchases an article with coins, if a person buys the article with coins without measuring the number, the volume of the weight, for example, took a handful of coins and said, sell me your cow for these. So, this is considered an exchange, and it's, it's a good transaction, and the Aina must be returned as explained above. Applies as well as someone who purchases fruit without measuring his number, volume, or weight for a seller or two. This transaction is completed, and the unfair gain must be returned. When the homeowner sells his personal belongings, the laws of the do not apply. For a man will not sell his personal belongings unless he were offered an extraordinary amount of money. Although a person tells a friend, we are completing this transaction on condition that you do not hold me responsible for any unfair gain, Allah is, Allah, the, lies, the laws of Aina apply. When do we say this? When the statements are made without being explicit. Let's say, for example, the other part does not know how much money he is giving in favor of his friend. I'm sure these halachas, when one tells the other, are completing the transaction on condition that there's no one now involved. If everyone explicitly mentions the amount of unfree gain, the laws of Aina do not apply because all conditions that are accepted by both parties are binding in cases of financial law. If the seller tells the purchaser, I'm selling you this item for 200 zos. Although I know it's worth only 100 zos, I'm selling it to you on condition that you do not hold me responsible for the unfair gain. So then the Allah says, I know, do not apply. The purchaser tells the seller, I am purchasing this article from you for money, although I know it's worth 200. I am purchasing, purchasing it from your condition that you do not hold me responsible for the unfair gain. 
When a person buys and sells in a faithful manner, the Allah has a way to not apply. The seller tells the purchaser, I purchased this article for such and such, and I am making this in this amount of profit, so then, the Allah has a way to not apply. Love. When a person buys and sells in a faithful manner and buys many different utensils and garments in one lot, you should not calculate and sell the inferior item in a faithful manner and the superior item according to the value. Instead, you should sell either the entire lot in a faithful manner or the entire lot according to its value. A seller may include the cost of the porters, the donkey drivers, and its lodgings in the cost of this article. He may not, however, add his own wages as a worker to the costs. He has to say, I'm taking this in this amount as profit and be specific about the amount. The laws of know do not apply with regards to Agayish. When you sell an entity, is required to return unfair gain according to the laws. The years of Chama and Yisrael dealing with Agayish should not be more severe than dealing with the Feliyut. The laws of Agayish do not apply with regards to Agayish. The rest landed property, servants, notes, and hektish. Even if one sells one of these entities that is worth a thousand zoos, one zoo is an entity worth one zoo for hundred zoos, the locals only know they're not a play. It says, And when you purchase an entity from the hand of your friend, from the hand indicates the Pasuk is referring to an article whose ownership is transferred from one hand to another. Because the Karkois has a one truth for the Karkois, excluding the land of the property, and of other people, and the truth that are okay for the Karkois. Because the Starshin go from Kana Lariya Bahan, also excludes notes, since one is not purchased in and of itself. And Mishkavali Hagdish, your friend excludes at the Shemedavan and Wunin, but Mechanik Seatsme, one sells his own property. When the Shetiach makes the slightest error, with regards to the value of either movable property or landed property, it's nullified. Same appears to me, in regards to the guardian, to the property of orphans. If he makes some mistakes, um, then it's chazer. It's not considered comparable to the basin because he's merely a yachid. Based on selling either movable property, landed property belonging to orphans, or, or makes mistakes. If he made a mistake with regard to the less than one sixth of the value of the object, it's considered as if the unfair gain is, is waived, as if the Allah is with regards to the ordinary person. If he made a mistake with regards to one sixth, it's nullified. If the basin does not desire to nullify the transaction, and instead have the unfair gain return, they may, the legal power of an ordinary person should not be greater than the basin. 
It appears to me that if a basin sold property or service belonging to orphans at an unfair price, selling entities worth hundreds of those for 200, then purchaser cannot retract. For the legal power of ordinary individuals should not be greater than that of orphans. The guardian orphan sells landed property or servants at an unfair profit. The purchaser cannot retract because of the unfair alochus. As this is with regards to an ordinary individual. When brothers or partners divide movable property, they're considered like purchasers. So therefore, profit is there's an unfair gain less than a sixth of the article's value, the transaction is completed. There's no need to return anything. Yes, however, if it's more than a sixth, then the transaction is nullified. Um, if the involved parties may agree to divide the property according to the valuation. Again, if the people involved made an agreement to divide the property according to the valuation of judges. The judges made a mistake with regards to six or more, so then is it brought to the Holocaust. Um, when the made make an evaluation reduce or increase the value of an article by a sixth, which is actually bottle. There are no entities because we know they do not apply except with regards to the entities mentioned in the Chacham. It's true, provided the person is selling or buying or selling his own property, as we explained. Just as I know, they do not apply to the purchase of landed property, so too the laws do not apply to the rental of landed property. Even if a person rents a large hall for one dinner a year, or a small coop for a dinner a day, a person hires a worker to work for him, whether with regards to movable property or regards to landed property, so the halachas do not apply. Because he's purchasing it for that time. Avadim, Abraham may know. The rest of Avadim is not know. Tess, besides, Schar the Zerea the Karko, Schar the Zerea the Karko, Ava Zerati, Bazeri Aruyaba, Boydim Shazara by Pachmar Allah, has a suffix in the name of Shazara in the name of Karko. The suffix, a person hires a contractor to sow a field. The contractor claims to have sowed it. In the proper manner, the minister testified that the contract was sold fewer seeds than it's supposed to be sown. So then we're unsure whether the halachas are now applied to the seeds or to the halachas do not apply to the land. Therefore, the first of all, the fund should not be taken away from the defendant, nor is the he required to take anything only with the because of the connection the dispute has to landed property. The rental or utensil of an animal. So there is, you know, 
Parentals considered the sale of a day. If there's a knowledge, whether the advantage of the owner of the person who rents the article. So the Allah is a has to be returned, uh, applies even when a lengthy period of time has passed since the transaction. It has nearly appears to me that Allah laws of Allah apply to regards to contractors. Person agreed to weave a particular garment for Tanzuzuzuzum, or to sew a particular cloak for Tuzuzum, so I say Yishlam, I know there is a no. Um, even the contract of the owner of the garment may always retract as a seller. Chapter 14. We already explained if a person buys and sells in a faithful manner, saying, This is the extent of my profit that I'm saying, there's no you know. Even if he says, I purchased an article for a seller and I'm selling it for 10, then it's butter. But the basin is obligated to regulate the prices and appoint officers for this loss. A person can make as much as he wants. Instead, the business should regulate. But you shouldn't earn only a profit of a sixth. A seller should not profit more than a sixth of his investment. Base. With regards to articles that our lives depend like wine, fire, uh, oil, or fire flower. When it comes to, let's say, um, like Franken says, in the light, by contrast, the limit is not established at the basin, the seller may take any measure that he desires. Profit may not be taken twice when selling eggs. The first purchase merchant sells them may not may take a profit, and the person who buys them from him will sell them at cost. Person is forbidden to do business and actually sell with articles that our lives depend. As maybe one person should bring from his produce heap, and another person should bring from his produce soup. They sell cheaply. Places for oil is abundant. It's permitted to do the business with oil. Produce on which our lives depend should not be stored for the future to sell in a place that is predominantly inhabited by Eden. It causes charity to be the one the when the person purchases such produce. When a person stores his own produce, he may store the calf that he possesses above. It's permitted to store produce during three years, the year before, the year and the year following Shvis. In a year of drought, one should not start even a small measure of carrots because one brings a curse on the marketplace. 
is a Kamal of Whoever causes the prices to rise for a storage produce in its shell or in the place primarily inhabited by Eden is likened to the one who lends money and interest. This is produce which our lives dependent on. Our tablet and Kigoyin, Kamoyin, Pilpul, and Utila, Atsir, Isenberg, Zisol, Hitsi, Isenbach, and Makum, Shari Karn. It's permitted, however, to store spices like cumin and pepper in Eretz Yisrael to transport them from place to place like other herbs. Ches emitzim perishish from chayin nefesh kinyin shmona muslasa l'slasis Eretz Yisrael l'chutz l'aretz l'surya We do not take produce on which our lives depend on, for example, wine oil or fine flour from Eretz Yisrael to the aspirate to Syria. And Rishos Melzeh l'shos melachach of Eretz Yisrael Nor may such produce be taken from the domain of one king to the domain of another king of Eretz Yisrael. The inhabitants of a city are permitted to establish fixed prices for any commodities. They desire even meat and bread. They may establish conditions stating that anyone who violates these guidelines will be punished in such such fashion. Craftsmen in a specific profession may establish Provisions is agreed that one may not work on that which is working with whole Mishaver al Then Yanshu Sukach. If a person violates these guidelines, will be punished in such fashion. One does supply in a city where there is a, a not this, not a distinguished sage to correct the conduct within the city and approve of the ways of the inhabitants. So, if there's a chafam, then you can't do that. Unless you do it with the consent of the sage. Whoever causes a friend to loss because of the tanai that was not made with the consent of the chafam is chayat to pay. Just as there's an Israel against Israel applies with regards to the business transaction, speech as well. This refers to verbal abuse. The person is one who has done tshuva. A person should not say, remember the initial deeds. If a person is a descendant of a ger, one should not tell him, remember your your parents are. If a ger comes to the one should not tell him should amount that ate the velas and then didn't check properly. Come instead of tera that was given from Hashem. A person was afflicted by illness and suffering, or he is forced to bury his children. He should not speak to him in this manner, and that you addressed him with fear of Hashem was not for your not for, um, was for your own security. Can you recall anyone who was innocent who perished? If donkey drivers are seeking grain, one should not tell them, go and so and so. One knows that the person has never sold grain. Regarding a point of knowledge was raised. The question regarding a point of knowledge was raised. One should not ask a person who has never studied the field of knowledge and tell them, how do you answer the questioner? What do you think about this manner? 
Whatever causes a conflict, whether financial transactions verbally, is over. He abuses, he's over three lavin. Number one, the girl is sinner. The girl is sinner. This says that you should not abuse a girl. This refers to verbal abuse. And do not oppress him. This refers to unfair financial advantage to him. Teaches anyone who verbally abuses a gear, if aggresses three, is for a mission by sin. I'm using a mission by alternative, it's a shalom, which will be gayly a sin. As I'm a hand in box of an esplanade, every relationship is a If a person oppresses a cover and takes on for financial advantage for him, he's ever loved. She's a mission by alternative, she's a shalom, or mission by sin. She's a samisa mission by sotano. It's a sign of a mouth either big gear, a love shall in his term of an moment. Why does a person over the Isra against verbal abuse when he takes unfair financial advantage of a gear? And the Isra against taking unfair financial advantage if he verbally abuses him. Because the Terry uses the word I know with regards to both the Isunim. Verbally abusing a person is more severe than taking unfair advantage of him financially. This one can be repaid, this one cannot be repaid. The latter only the person's possession, while the former involves the person. But it says in regards to says, and you shall fear Hashem, this matter is in the must of the leave. The matter of the leave, the must of the leave, the cold of the must of the leave, the name 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 of the leave, person sells an item to a person, either by measure, by weight, or by number, and makes the slightest mistake, so the guy can ask to redress any at any time. Sheinah al-Badam. applies only with regards to a object's value. With regards to Cheshben, he can redress. Kate said, how so? First, person sold a friend a hundred nuts for a dinner, and then it was discovered that he gave him a hundred and one and ninety-nine. So the transaction is binding, and the extra missing nuts must be returned, even after many years have passed. Discover that more or less money was given than the amount originally agreed upon. Mistake should be corrected. This applies even if you perform the king in attesting to the fact that his friends does not own anything. For the king must perform under the mistaken premises. Person sells a friend landed property, a servant, an animal, movable property. Is it the fact that the property that the purchaser was not aware of, he may return it even though the several years have passed? Because it's a mekachtos. Supplies were brought, he did not use the purchased article after he discovered the blemish. 
However, he made use of it after he discovered the blemish, so that has a mochel, he is considered to have forfeited his rights to retract, and we now return the article. Al Ain Mechashrim Chasamum would not evaluate the diminished the, the dominant and the value caused by the blemish. I feel the Mahala Klisha of Sardinian Manas Imtsabe Shum, Om Hamachisi Bidawa Isser Masters of Klima Yachal Emerly, Edekisser Chasamus Hamum. Even if a person sold a person, he tells it worth ten dinar, and when the blemish was discovered, it reduced its value by an Isser, the purchaser may retell you to the utensil. Because the purchaser can say, I wanted a perfect article. The purchaser desires that this transaction stand, but seeks to be reimbursed for the for the pas and value caused by the blemish, he can options given to the seller. May tell him either purchase the utensil as for the full price or take your money in the part. Whenever there is a blemish, but the people of a city agree is serious enough to warrant the nullification of his transaction. The article should be returned. However, the people agree that a fault is not considered to be a blemish. The article should not be returned unless the purchaser explicitly stated that he refused to accept even the slightest blemish. Whenever a person conducts business without making a specific demand, he goes based on the prevailing customs of the community. Whenever a person purchases an article without making a specific statement, it is assumed that it is an article that is perfect without any blemish. Even if the seller says this article is sold to you on the condition that you now return as it's blemished, the purchaser may nevertheless return the article unless the purchaser says, She really she wants a mechach a person has money that is due to him, he must know how much he's he's being and make an explicit statement to that effect that applies with the grass that Lachas have when a person sells a cow to a friend, the states that he has some blemishes that are obvious, some blemishes that are not obvious, and the cow does not possess any of the blemishes that are obvious, but does possess one of the blemishes that are not obvious, the transaction is considered to have been included under mistake. As far as that the purchaser will say, since I saw that the cow did not possess any of the apparent blemishes that he mentioned, Sell it to myself in the same manner, does not have any blemishes, they're not apparent. So, why did the seller mention them? Make me feel good about the purchase. Kate said, How some part of the seller says, This cow is blind, it's lame, it bites, it crashes suddenly. And it's just that the cow discovered that the cow only bites. So, then it's a mechach place. 
If the gal possesses all the blemishes the seller mentioned, the transaction not considered to have been mechachthos. V'chinim ha'isach gives the nipsan ashkonis. The cow's lame not blind, and it's discovered that it bites. Halvishin e'iveris, even though it's not blind, is a mechachthos. Tasserli amum shish b'mamle amum shish b'mum plaini. Halvishes amum shamanir v'nipsan b'kulun e'imusasan is a mechachthos. The seller shows the purchaser a blemish that the cow possesses and tells him. It has this blemish and also these three blemishes. Though the cow possesses all or several of the non-obvious blemishes that the seller mentioned, the transaction is not considered to have been under false pretense. The person sells a maid servant to her friend and says, she has only one hand, she limps, she is blind, she is... A maniac, she's epileptic. She does not possess any of the blemishes the seller mentioned, but she's epileptic. The transactions consistent have been conducted under Megachtois. Get out, we can't only Abraham, we can't give it to the women made in the Nuren. From the Hivit, the Enishavel, the Zuz Echad on Manas, she in the Hall, I know. As a usual, I love a no, she in Rikim, she is Emish, Enishavel, the Zuz, a deity, she in the Scaven, Lashbir deity. He says like this, I maintain that if a person sells a chif, it's an article to a person for 100 dinar and tells him, this article is not worth more than one zuz, and I'm selling it to you on condition that the lachas of another apply to me, the lachas of another do apply. But the purchaser will say, since I saw the seller, he said it was only worth a zuz, I realized that he was only trying to make me feel good about my purchase. As you first, Unless the seller explicitly mentions the amount of unfree gain involved in the purchase, or mentions a figure that is close to that, considering considering which a person could possibly make a mistake. For we know that the purchaser certainly waived this right, so because that and it's fitting to rule according to this logic. A person sells a mate's a man servant or a maid servant. The purchaser may not return it because it possesses blemishes that do not prevent the woman or man or woman working. And they are called simpain. They are called simpain, and if it was evident, the purchaser saw it at the time of the purchase. If it's not evident, for example, some molds, flesh, a scarf from the dog butter, or foul odor coming from the mouth of the nose, he may not return it, for these blemishes do not prevent the servant from working. Any servant is an offer of the purpose of physical intimacy with to perform work. Servant has extremely uncomfortable boils or a sickness that weakens his strength. Or is it epileptic or insane? It's considered to be a blemish because it prevents him from working. Yes, in any condition that's revolting, considered a blemish. Considered a blemish because a person is repelled by them and therefore he will not use it to serve the servant for a drink. If it's discovered to be an armed robber, this is considered to be a blemish and destroys the entire worth. For the ruling authorities will seize him and execute him. 
במחס הזמור מחזים לי שהמלך תסם נפט וחודש שיצא. If he has been conscripted by the ruling authorities, it is considered to be a blemish for which the servant can be returned. The king will seize him to work for him whenever he desires. However, the servant has discovered to be a Ganev of all these things, then the purchaser may not return him unless he explicitly states that he refused to accept the servant with any of these qualities. All servants can be assumed to possess these undesirable qualities. I don't care, Peter, unless you said something.